This is Dr. Rosie Kuhn, and this podcast series is called Spiritual Immersion, Taking the Plunge. And the intention of this podcast series is to provide information and stories and personal revelations along the way that um, I've experienced and or heard about or researched and share those with you so that when you get into those places where it's scary and you're in the process of um, immersing yourself in a spiritual discovery or on the spiritual path, that you have a sense of uh, trajectory, that you have a sense of, wow, I'm not alone here, that this isn't as easy as I thought. This isn't as, um, (laughs) a lot of times in um, spiritual materials, it's very uplifting and inspiring. But uh, quite often, that inspiring information can lead you into some really deep, dark, scary places. They call it the dark night of the soul as, as you're in the midst of some very deep discoveries for yourself. So this podcast is to support and empower you into um, making that happen in a way that's as gentle as possible. It's very scary sometimes. It's very challenging. Uh, it's really important to have, I think it's important to have people who you, who, um, you can trust with this information that there's nothing wrong with you, there's nothing uh, broken, there's nothing damaged. You're whole and you're um, a spiritual being having a human experience. And these uh, discoveries and revelations that you're in uh, in the midst of can be really challenging. So hopefully these podcasts will um, support and empower you to um, take a look at things in a way and or get support from Uh, a spiritual director, guide, or spiritual coach, or transformational coach, or life coach, or um, your minister, or um, rabbi, uh, therapist, psychologist, people who can really support you in this uh, process. But it is a spiritual immersion process. So make sure that you're working with people who understand the spiritual elements of what you're going through, and not just the human dynamics of that. Uh, I want to share with you that I um, am publishing a new book uh, in October this month, 2020. It's called, it's called I've Arrived. I've Arrived, well, sort of. It's called, well, <laughs> I've Arrived, well, sort of. And it's uh, the, the subtitle is 101 Discoveries and Revelations Stumbled Upon While on the Sacred Path to Who Knows Where. So um, it's 101 short little sentences, a few paragraphs maybe, of um, aspects of what I've experienced or seen or witnessed along the path uh, to who knows where. And uh, so I uh, let you know about that. It will be on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and all other online bookstores. And you can find it, you can order it at your um, local bookstore as well if you'd like. So today I wanted to share a, a kind of an interesting, not kind of an interesting, it was a really a interesting experience I had a couple of nights ago. Um, and um, what happened was, so over most of my life, um, I have been uh, digging up um, dark emotions, hard emotions, negative emotions, uh, basically sad, mad, bad emotions, uh, despair, despondency, um, disempowerment, victimization, lots of, lots of those things keep coming up from the past so that I could heal those. And I was very comfortable with that process. 
So the other night I was, um, and quite often a lot of my spiritual work is done in the middle of the night. I happen, you know, it's like I'm awake uh, or awakened by something and then I'm awake for a couple hours and it's the time where it's the quietest on the planet, it's quietest in your area. And so quite often we have an opportunity to kind of just be with ourselves because what else is there to do unless you want to distract yourself with FaceTime or movies and things like that. But it's a time to really get, get connected with yourself. So um, I was in the midst of, and I mentioned in the previous couple of uh, podcasts about that I have this cancer, skin cancer that I've been dealing with for years and that I'm, I'm wanting to get um, more serious about healing it so that I'm not just managing it for the rest of my life, but I actually can disappear it. And in that process, I was looking at the degree to which um, love plays a part. Like we know that most people hate their cancer, they fight their cancer, they're battling their cancer, and it's a way of seeing and being in the world that we're nor what we think of as being normal. Uh, and yet, when we do that, we're aggravating our immune system, we're aggravating our hormonal system, we're aggravating our system by thinking in terms of negativity and battling and fighting, and um, and so. I'm training myself to see those cells that are have have dis, um, they've gone rogue, if you will. They've they're maverick cells that have gone into a cancer, what we call cancer, um, and seeing those as needing to be loved because there's some expression going on of anger or frustration or something. And I believe that um, by aggravating it further with wanting to kill it or hate it isn't helping. It's not helping me. I don't know about you. So in that process, it was like um, really listening to all the ways that I could begin to love myself better, love my body, um, love my, um, my frailness, love my faults, love my disabilities, um, love even these sores on my body because they're here to tell me something. They're here as my teachers. And so if I um, see them that way, then something shifts in me. So as I was in this particular night really sharing the degree to which I um, love myself, it's like, well, how do I care for myself? How do I are there ways to pamper myself? Are there ways to, to, sh to be kind to myself? Like pampering is a big deal. I mean, like I never use that word to pamper because I think of it as powder puffs and fluffy slippers and things that just aren't me. Uh, but it's like, well, why not? Why not pamper myself? Why not bring in um, the fluffy, comfortable, sweet, lovely things um, that in a sense they, you know, I'm, I'm more of a peppermint patty kind of person, I think, but, um, that pampering was really important. And when I started talking to myself about pampering, something really interesting happened is I'm lying in bed and I'm talking about this. How can I pamper myself? When all of a sudden there was a click in my hip and all of a sudden these positive emotions started to come up. Excitement, joy, playfulness, fun, um, excitement started to arise from nowhere about nothing. 
it was rather interesting. So rather than having these negative feelings show up, these positive feelings started showing up. And what it what it was what was happening was it was sharing with me all of the times that I suppressed happiness, I suppressed excitement, I suppressed um, the joy of being me, uh, I, I suppressed exuberance for a, a surprise birthday when I was thirty years old. I suppressed so much positivity in me. Um, that and of course that would create if you suppress all of that good stuff what's left is mostly a lot of depression and despair and dread uh, because I can't be me and I can't express the fullness of me and I'm I know this is true for so 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 many people so that's why I'm offering it to you is it was a it was a moment of a shift from all these negative emotions that are showing were showing up uh, and the karmic patternings that I needed to heal. And now all of a sudden, here's these beautiful, uh, positive emotions and the realization how much I suppressed the joy of being me, the joy of being, the joy of being human, the joy of the delight of being a human being. And uh, so that was an amazing moment to go, oh, so maybe things have shifted from being that negative uh, karmic patterning to something else. Uh, And maybe this is a a change, a a crossover and uh, into something else. And I I truly believe it is. Uh, And that's a longer story that you don't need to hear today. And I kind of shared it in the previous podcast, but the degree to which I I'm working towards excuse me, positivity and, and making choices to believe good things about myself and great things about myself. Um, that's a, it's difficult when we've been so trained and we've trained ourselves to see ourselves as little and, and um, horrible. I mean, most of us think that we're just wrong. <laughs> I have a client that his middle name is wrong because he's always going, what if I'm wrong? What if I'm wrong? What if I'm wrong? And, uh, and so this is a time where we get to, to choose differently. Um, uh, uh, Marianne Williamson says, um, uh, most of us are terrified, not of our fail- failings, but of our greatness and our brilliance. Who are, who are we to, to, to not see ourselves as brilliant and magnificent? So that's what I'm working on is... Um, moving towards magnificent. And, uh, and uh, if you've, um, um, I was going to say, there's a book I wrote called Me, capital M-E, and it stands for Miraculous Existence, which is, I believe, what we are. And it's uh, 101 things I didn't learn in therapy. And uh, so check that one out too, if you're interested. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, I really just wanted to share that Along the way, we find so much. There's so such an amazing discovery process that's within us uh, when we take the time and and uh, courageously just be with ourselves, um, have a real conversation with ourselves. Just listen, and if it's necessary, if you if you uh, and I think it's necessary, get yourself a coach, get yourself a spiritual guide or a director, uh, somebody to listen to and speak with you about what's going on for you. It's so helpful. 
So helpful. All right. Big hugs to you. Bye for now.